0: Were you there when they crucified my Lord?
1: I was there standing about here. Because you see, it was my men, the men in my cohort, the men that I commanded, who nailed this man to the cross. It's a gruesome task. You know what they say. Someone has to do it. You know, when I joined the Roman military, (laughs) I had no idea that I would end up in the backwoods of Judea as the head of an execution detail. Of course, there's a lot of things I didn't know back then. I never thought that I'd be a centurion. I wanted to be. I remember thinking, wow, if I could just be a centurion, everything would be easy. Everything would just sort of roll along. Wow, little did I know that I would have days like today. Now, I don't want to give you the wrong idea. Being in the Roman military is not all bad. There's some really great things about it. I've been all over the world, made a good living for myself. And then, of course, there comes that power and prestige of walking through crowds of people wearing this uniform, knowing that I represent the most powerful military force on the earth. But there's bad things, too. Every once in a while I stop and think about how many men that I have watched die. First on the battlefield, and now like this, hanging them on crosses. I've watched a lot of men die, and usually when you nail someone to a cross, they immediately begin screaming, cursing. Begging. But I want to tell you that the man hanging on this cross was different. We nailed him to the cross and he seemed so calm, so resigned, so deliberate in what he was doing. As he hung there, he said a few words. And one thing he said will ring in my ears for the rest of my life. As people were walking by and insulting him, spitting on him, he looked around at them. He looked at me and my men. And he asked God to forgive us. Now, you might think I would laugh at that, but I didn't laugh. It touched me. It meant a lot. I've watched a lot of men die. But never before did the sun go out when men died. And never before had I felt the earth shake under my feet when men died. But that happened when this man died. And I want to tell you, that when he died God was here and I want to tell you this man is God's son you can trust me because I was there
0: were you there when they nailed him Tree, were you there when they nailed him to the tree? Oh, 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 sometimes it causes me. Do tremble, tremble, tremble.
1: I was there, hanging on a cross right beside him. I had known this day was coming for some time, certainly since my arrest, the trial, my conviction, the sentence, but I had known this was coming longer than that. I knew eventually the way I was, what I was doing, I was going to get caught I knew that this is where I would be. Yet those last few days in the prison, as I and that guy on the other side over there and others talked about what was about to happen to us, we tried to encourage each other. Late at night, sometimes we broke down and we cried. Would we be able to man up? Could we do this? Could we get through this day? At times we let ourselves think about how bad it was going to be, but I want to tell you that no matter how bad we thought it was going to be, it's worse. The pain is indescribable of crucifixion. And not only the pain, but the humiliation. Hanging here naked before the world And it seemed like the whole world was here. Thousands of people walking by, making fun, mocking, laughing. And that really made me mad. And me and my friend over there blamed this guy for that because no one would have come to my execution. But he's a celebrity. And all these people showed up because of him. And because of him, I have to bear all this abuse. And we let him know about it. We kept telling him that he was the problem, that it was his fault. And yet, the whole time I was doing that, I knew, I knew that he didn't deserve this. I didn't know a lot about him. I'd heard about him. He was a prophet, a religious teacher. He didn't deserve what he was getting. I deserved it. He deserved it, but not him. And finally, I'd had enough, and I leaned out and yelled at my buddy over there, leave him alone. Just get off his case. We deserved what we're getting, but not him. And when I said that, he turned his head and looked at me. And when he did, things just started coming into focus. You know, they put a sign up there above his head. And it says, Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. And I can't tell you why, but suddenly it made sense to me. That's who he is. It may seem strange to think that someone who's dying is a king. Someone who's dying will be a king and that his kingdom would be forever. But for some reason... Call it faith. It made sense to me. And so I leaned over again where I could barely see him, and I said, Jesus, when you come into your kingdom, remember me. And he looked at me, and he said, Today, you will be with me in paradise what words to speak of paradise to a dying man to speak of today to a dying man he died first my friend and i hung on yet it was getting late the religious authorities couldn't have us hanging on crosses on the Sabbath, so they sent around some folks to break our legs. Because without our legs, we couldn't breathe. We couldn't push ourselves up to get a breath. And I knew what they were doing when I saw them coming. And when I felt that first blow and the excruciating pain raced through my body, and I began sinking into darkness... I did so in peace because I knew the next thing I saw would be his face. He would be there for me. And you can trust me because I was there.
0: shame weighed down. Now scornfully surrounded with thorns thine only crown. How art thou
1: I had to come and watch my best friend die. Never known another man like him. When I first got there and saw what was happening, I was so angry. He did not deserve this. What had he ever done? to deserve this kind of death. And mixed with my anger was confusion as well. Because I had seen this man walk on water. I had seen this man heal the sick. I had seen this man take a small amount of food, break it up, and feed thousands of people. And just a few days ago, I had stood in a cemetery with this man, As he called out, Lazarus, come out of your tomb. And I had watched a dead man rise from the dead. And so it confuses me as to why he's still hanging there. If he has that kind of power, why doesn't he come down off that cross? It's what I would do. But his ways are different from mine. His mother is standing here with me. I tried to get her not to come. She didn't need to see this. But you know how mothers are. They're going to be with their kids. And as we stood here and watched, he looked at us. He looked at his mother, and he said, Woman, there's your son now. And then he looked at me, And he said, and she's your mother. Isn't that just like him? Here he is dying, and yet he's still thinking about other people, taking care of those close to him. And that's when it really hit me why he's still on that cross. It's because of love. Those nails are not holding him there. Nothing is holding him there except his love. His love for his mother, his love for me, his love for these people who are walking by, laughing at him, spitting on him. His love for those who have yet to be born and his love for you. That cross tells me that Jesus is all about love. That cross tells me that God is love. Trust me.
0: What language shall I
1: I was there. No. To tell the truth, I wasn't there. I should have been there. I said I would be there. But I wasn't there. That very night, I had told Jesus I would stick with him thick and thin. I was ready even to die with him. He just smiled at me and shook his head. I said, no, I'm serious. I said, everyone else may abandon you. Everyone else may run off, but not I. I'll stay with you. And he looked me in the eye and said, Peter, before the sun comes up, before the rooster crows, you're going to deny even knowing me. Not one time, but three. And I said, no way. He was right. When the police showed up, at first I got my sword out. We were going to fight this thing out. And he said, no, 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 put your sword up. And when I began to see what was going down and that there was really no hope, everybody else started running, I ran too. But now give me some credit. Because I did go back. And I followed at a distance, a safe distance, And the whole time I was watching as they took him in and they began trying him, and I was watching him and I was thinking, What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? And I ended up standing over in the corner by a fire, warming myself, not knowing what to do. And people began pointing at me and saying, We know you. We saw you. You're with him, you're one of his friends. And I kept saying, no, you're wrong. No, no, I didn't, no. And finally, a little girl, a little girl pointed at me and said, you are too. You are a friend of this man. And I was so scared of this little girl, I said, I don't even know the man. And the rooster crowed. And I've been crying ever since. I have no tears left to shed. God had given me so much. What an opportunity I had and I blew it. Will God ever trust me again? Will he ever give me another chance?
0: My eyes are dry, my faith is old, my heart is hard, my prayers are cold. My mine. Soften it up with oil and wine. The oil is you, your spirit of love. Please wash me anew.
1: I was there because I had to be there. I was scheduled to be there. Do you see that cross right there? That's my cross. I was in prison with these other two guys. Today had been said as the day of our execution. All three of us. The two of them and me on that cross. And when the morning came, And we were expecting them to come. We heard them coming down the the hall, and sure enough, they opened the door. But they just took me, and they took me not to this hill, but to the governor's palace. And there they stood me before this man, with this man before the crowd. And the governor asked a strange question: Which one of these men dies? Which one lives? Well, I knew the answer to that. I'd heard some things about that guy. I don't know. He was a preacher of some kind, a teacher of some kind, but he hadn't done anything to die for. Me, on the other hand, I could look out there at that crowd. There were people there that were scared to death of me. I was a killer. I knew what the answer would be, who lives and who dies. And you can imagine the shock whenever they began to cry out, let Barabbas go. And the governor said, who? Who do you want to go? Barabbas, Barabbas, Barabbas. And he turned and said, well, what about this man? And they said, kill him. Crucify him. Crucify him. Life is strange. Do you know what my name is? My name is Jesus Barabbas. Barabbas. Now, don't you find that strange? That this cross was Jesus' cross and Jesus died on that cross? But it was one Jesus' cross that another Jesus died on. You know what else is strange? My name is Barabbas. That means son of the father. My dad gave me that name when I was born. You know how proud he was to have a son. I brought him nothing but misery. But this son, this son of the Father, has brought glory to his Father. And he hangs there on that cross in honor and praise of him. Three crosses. The one there in the middle is mine. The one there in the middle is yours. I earned that cross. You earned that cross. Jesus died on that cross. And we, we walk away free.